guys, welcome back to another Writer's Advice podcast episode. I'm so excited that you're here and I'm so excited to share this one with you. Um, I'm sure you already know who who I've interviewed and who I've got coming on, but um, particularly if you've like clicked on this episode, obviously. But this episode I really wanted to have on after I had my little mini solo series on about how to write, develop, publish and market um, the book that you were born to write. And to be honest, there's no one more perfect to follow up that episode than Lucy Score herself, who is brand um, new on the on her new, brand new. Oh my God, she is not brand new. She's been around forever, but she is out on the release of her incredible book. She has been a New York Times bestseller list for like 26, uh, sorry, oh my God, I'm cutting you short, Lucy, 36 weeks, which is unbelievable. And I'm so stoked for her, particularly when you sit and listen to this story. And I think that she is a perfect example of like building a really solid foundation and career as an author and and going headfirst into all sides of it. She started off self-publishing, which is incredible. So this is a really great episode to listen into and how she has developed herself, her brand, her books, and also writing the books that really, truly mean the most to her. And yeah, I'm not going to give it more away. I'm going to get into the episode. But once again, this episode is brought to you by Booksprout. Um, Booksprout is your go-to if you want to put ARC copies out there. If you've got an advanced reader copy ready to go and you want to get some reviews, if you're an author, then head on to Booksprout. If you're a reader and you want to read free books, Booksprout is where you go. All you have to go to is, book, to is booksprout.com and you can sign up for free um, as a reader. And there's a couple of different author plans to get your book out there to those advanced review copy um, readers and, and build your brand and build your readership um I hope you love this episode if you do please make sure that you give it a five-star review and maybe even a little comment on whatever platform that you are listening to on any questions that you have all of Lucy's details are in the show notes and so are mine I am at Olivia Hillier author on um all social medias all social media platforms so you can find me there um and yeah share this share this with your friends share this and let me know what you took away from this episode as well so All right, without further ado, let's get into it. Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I will be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Welcome back to the Writer's Advice podcast, everyone. I am very excited because today I have an author, Lucy, I don't even know if you really need much <laughs> Introduction. I know there's so many people that are excited that you're coming on 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 the show, but I am joined by Lucy Score, who is a New York Times bestselling author, Wall Street Journal author, USA Today bestselling author, all all the things. Um, and if you haven't heard of Lucy, I am sure you've seen her books, The Things We've Left Behind, and all over all over um, TikTok and absolutely everywhere. And if I do ask, how many how many weeks was it at at um on the New York Times charts it was something wild hey? uh, things we never got over I think was on the New York Times bestseller list for 
35 weeks, but then we just hit it again last week. Oh, wow. Prime day. Oh, um, oh awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was over half a year and absolutely crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this so much. Um, and I also love, I'm just like dying over your background right now because I think you have the next release. <laughs> I do, I do. I've got it right here. <laughs> oh, I absolutely love it. Now, I want to get into all this, but I want to know from where it started. Like, where was the moment that it started for you when it, when was the moment that you were like okay yeah I think I, I think I want to be a writer like all the way back to the start I you know I I think it had been an idea that simmered in the back of my head for a really long time I grew up around books I loved reading my family was huge into reading um, we would read at the dinner table instead of talk to each other <laughs> but I think I never got serious about it until um, I was working I had graduated from college I was working and I think I was working for a newspaper at the time and um 50 shades of gray by E.L. James came out and we were all the women in the newsroom were passing the book around and talking about it and everything and I think that was the first time that I was like maybe I should try this maybe you know why not? people like people have dreams of running a marathon I don't want to run a marathon <laughs> I don't I don't want to run that far but I think to me, the, the accomplishment that I was looking for was that, like, I think I want to try to write a book. So that's really where the first seed came from. And, and I eventually did it. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> You've done it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I proceeded to do it over and over again. <laughs> so, I mean, I want to take you all the way back there. What was kind of it like to you? You're like, okay, right, I'm going to dedicate this much time after work. I'm did you have yeah. ideas in your head straight away? And what was the first book that came to you? Was it one that was published or did you play around with a couple before? Yeah, I, um, so when I decided that I was going to do this, um, I, I think, oh, I had been laid off from the newspaper and I got a freelance job. So I was going to be writing a couple news stories here and there. Um, but I did not have like a job job. And my boyfriend at the time, Mr. Lucy, Tim, he he was like, why don't you just take this year and write that book you've been talking about? So I, I did. Um, and it took me like the whole year to write this little novella. And I called it Cocktails at Seven. And it was like super spicy. And it was basically just a one night stand. Yeah. And um, when I finally finished it, you know, I figured out how to put it up online on Amazon and I sold 35 copies. And I was like, well, that dream is now dead. <laughs> it didn't, uh, who knew? It didn't automatically become a huge success story. What? So um, I kind of put that aside and went out and got a real job. And so I was working for an accounting firm in their marketing department. And I got an email from this indie author. She and another author friend of hers had started their own publishing label. And she said, I read your, I read your novella. Would you be interested in turning it into a novel and having us publish it? And I was like, okay. <laughs> so it took me like another six months to turn this book into an actual book. Um, but that became my first book, Undercover Love. And that was back in 2015 when it came out. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And then <laughs> what, how many years is that since? That's like, you Wait, that was in 2015. How many books a year have you released since? Because I feel like that's a 
Yeah. It really fluctuates. I think one year I released six books and I have no idea how I did that. That's not physically possible for me. Um, Last year I did two books. So it definitely fluctuates a lot. My sweet spot for a long time was four books a year. And um, now I can't do that even. (laughs) They just keep getting longer. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's like you're writing a different story. It's getting like you're getting more in depth. And I'm sure that, I don't know, do you find each time there's a different process for you depending on the story that comes out or you kind of just like it's your it's your vibe now essentially no I kind of feel like every book is different for me like so I I wrote things we left behind which is the third book in the knock out series it was my longest book yet I think it's 172,000 words it is so wow. long but Every every single word in that story felt necessary to me. And there were still things that I wanted to include in the book that I didn't have room for. So that took me like between five and six months to write. Now I'm writing Riley Thorne 4 and I'm just zooming through it because it's it's a completely different animal. You know, it's a it's a different style. It's, you know, the series is it, another series, which is also established, but it, it's just coming out a lot faster and I wish every book could flow as quickly as this book is <laughs> but I guess you're never really gonna know either of like right, what kinda, right. It's, it's the process right yeah it, it really is it's like part of it's book related part of it is what else is going on in your life at the time you know it's it's been the past year and a half has been really chaotic so it's taken me a lot longer to write the books because of everything else that's happening so it's you know I honestly I come to every single book feeling like I don't know how to do this let's figure it out as we go yeah yeah and I'm looking I'm looking at it now and on how thick um the things we left behind looks and I'm like wow 100 yeah 172,000 words that's amazing but at the same time I love it because I feel like your books are also very known for being like I'm gonna get I always say this word or longer at like annotated like and even like the highlights in your Kindle are so oh, beautiful. It's like that. thousands and thousands and it's like those lines are just beautiful, which I know that all your readers like absolutely love. I get so excited when I do a signing and a reader brings an annotated copy through the line with like the tabs. I get so excited. Yeah. I just want to like page through the book and see what they like. <laughs> that and it must be so amazing too to see if it like how much it changes for different people and what different people kind of like clung to I love that so much I think that's what's so exciting about books and art and and music like everybody takes something different from it so I'll have somebody tell me that this was the funniest book they've ever read and the next person behind them will say this book made me cry the whole way through it you know it's because it it belongs to you now and you get to put the meaning into it and I just think that's really such a cool transformation you know yeah yeah absolutely absolutely now I want to go all the way back so you've you signed cocktails cocktails no you didn't sign cocktails seven you did and you turned it into another book yes yeah yes. um undercover love awesome and did you kind of like continue with that like publishing group or you, you self-published a fair bit yourself after that I was with um I was with that publisher for the first five books and yeah. it was it was really fun learning the publishing process through them. And um so I did two standalones with them and then three books in a series. And I started to think, I was like, oh, I'm I'm kind of into this. Like I kind of want to pick my own covers. I I kind of want to write my blurbs and my advertising copy. 
So after the third book in the Blue Moon series, um, I asked Mr. Lucy if he would be willing to basically become my publisher because uh, I was interested in all of it, but I also knew that um, I couldn't do all of it myself. <laughs> yeah. But yep. that's when we started self-publishing everything. So that I think was 2016, um, towards the mm -hmm. end of 2016. Yeah. So wow. since then, we've been working together. And your ride together, like one, it's beautiful to have that together, but like that ride together from 2016, you must yeah. look at today and be like, wow. Yeah. And it's, it's so much fun because like we can we get to talk about our day at work and totally understand everything the other person's going through you know it's not like he goes off to work in an office and I go off to work in a restaurant or something and then we're like we don't know what the other person's talking about we we understand the shorthand of everything so it's it's really nice to have somebody who really understands how you spend your day all day <laughs> Yeah. and you're working towards a bigger dream together right like it's amazing yeah. like yeah. yeah I mean I don't know how what is the is the big I think is the bigger dream now what else is what else what else is out in the works I want I want I want to see some of these books on screen I think that's my next level yeah see yes. movies like I think that's that's what I'm looking forward to um I would love to eventually write a screenplay or two but I don't know if that. I don't know if that's one of those like dreams that uh, doesn't make any sense when you sit down and start thinking about it, or if it's an actual, like, I should really pursue that thing. I don't, I don't know yet. So, uh, but yeah, I think my big, big scary goal right now is to see something end up, something that I wrote end up on the screen. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. And I can totally see that. I can, I can, I can definitely see many people calling for that as well and wanting that to happen. So that is absolutely amazing. Now, you've had so much success um, all over, but the Knuckle Mount series kind of went be like and still is going like beyond wild. When was that moment? Did, when you were writing it, did you like, are you like kind of like, do you think that, oh, maybe this is something a little bit different? Like, did you see how it was going to go and how people were going to take to it? Or was it just like a complete surprise to you? It's, uh, you know, I with every book, I try not to think about mm. the reader. I know that sounds so weird because obviously yeah. I am totally dependent on my readers for, for this career. But when I sit down to write a book, all I want to think about is what do I want in this? I want to write this book just for me. And every time I write one that's just for me, I take it a little bit farther than what I would if I were thinking about how other people are going to react to it. And um, every time I do that, there's a really strong reaction. And a lot of times it's good. And sometimes it's not so good. <laughs> but I was not, it did not occur to me at all while I was writing the book that, oh, this is going to be big. This is going to resonate with people. All I knew was uh, things we never got over, especially it was really hard for me to write. And so when I finished that, when I and when I finished that bonus epilogue, when I crossed that finish line, I was so proud of myself and I was so proud of the story. And I was just so happy with how it all came together. And I literally, I was like, I, I don't, I don't care if anybody ever reads this. I'm just so proud of this story right now. And so to see other people resonate with the story and the characters like I did has been number one, so surprising and so gratifying. I feel like I put like pieces of myself into this story and people not only accepted it, they, they embraced it. They loved it. And 
that was that was really really cool and very unexpected <laughs> I, I actually remember reading reading the author's note in that and I think you said you said so and I was like I felt like I was felt like I felt it with you especially after reading something like there's some so much beautiful like depthness to it um to the thing the things we never got over that I'm like yeah, it takes everyone on this like emotional, emotional journey. To, to be honest, I didn't want to read it that quick because I just needed to like sit with parts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's so beautiful. But I'm just thinking the process of writing something like that, like it's probably not a quick journey, right? You have to really put so much of yourself into that. It was, and yeah. it was really tough on me because um, my friend had just passed away and th- this story was me through my grieving process. You know, it took me six months before I felt okay again. And it took me six months to write that story. So I think I wrote my way through the grief. And, and it, so I, that really was nerve when I realized that, okay, now I have to turn this book in and people are going to read it. I was like, oh, oh my, I I don't know how this is going to (laughs) go. That was, it was so gratifying to be able to work through those feelings in a, in a healthy way, you know, mm-hmm. on the page and to bring about some closure for myself, I think, and bring about a happy ending for some characters on the page. Yeah. So I highly recommend writing through your traumas. <laughs> I feel like you kind of subconsciously, I've spoken to a little authors where it's like, it's actually subconscious. Like it comes like this things that'll start to come out through the page anyway with the story that you're writing of of what's what's sitting there and what you need to deal with but um I think it's so I think it's those like full therapeutic pieces are are so beautiful and I and that full story and knowing the success that it's gone is just even more heartwarming I think it's beautiful it it blows my mind I'm so I'm so excited Which I need to like lead on to. Can you give us a little bit of a teaser of book three? Because it's out very soon. Am, am I saying uh, September? Is that correct? September 5th. Finally. Yeah. I'm so excited. It, it's definitely right around the corner. Um, yeah. So it picks up uh, a couple months after Things We Hide from the Light left off. So Nash and Lena's book ends. And then a couple months later, we're going to pick up with Sloan, the small town librarian, and Lucian, the Rudy bad boy. Um, and they obviously have a history through, you can tell that through the other two books, yeah. but you don't know what that history is. And I actually didn't know what that history was until I was almost done with Things We Hide From The Light. That's when I figured out what their story was. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Now I can write their book. Um, but it's opposites attract. It's kind kind of second chance. Um, it is steamy, spicy, they cannot stand each other. It's it's definitely enemies to lovers. Um like as enemy as you can get <laughs> in, a, so in a small town. I love uh, it so much. <laughs> but it's you know there's again there's there's a lot of funny stuff in it, but there's also some deeper themes. Um healing from a history of domestic violence, healing family wounds. Um facing mistakes and learning to grow from them there's there's a lot there's a lot in this book um yeah I cried a lot while writing it (laughs) 
and I laughed a lot too. I was gonna say that's like it's. I think that's the best thing about your writing is you can balance so much with with just the right like. I don't think intensity is the right word, but it's like you're able to put something out there like so rawly, but then like bring it back. So it's like this beautiful story as well, which I think is so gorgeous and why and why, you know, you've had so much success, which I absolutely love. But we've had, we have a lot of um, writers or up and coming writers listen to the podcast. So with your whole journey and, you know, from 2005 till now, do you have like some key uh, key bits of advice that you would pass on to some up and coming writers? Yes. Um, you know, for the newbie, 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 like I, I think guarding your writing time and treating that time with as much respect and reverence as you can from the get go is going to make it so much easier because you're not only training yourself to take that time seriously, you're also training everybody else who shares a house and an environment with you to take it seriously. Um, you know, there's a lot of writers who do haven't been as lucky as I was to have the Mr. Lucy's support. He's like, oh, go right. I'll see you in a couple hours. Um, but, you know, if you if you start taking that time really seriously, others will have to follow suit. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I and I mean that in, you know, finding the ways that work for you. For me, it was shutting myself in a room with noise canceling headphones and doing nothing but working on the manuscript in like 25 minute increments. Um, so that, you know, that's my advice for really new authors, like people who are just starting the, yeah. the journey. Um, I think for authors who have already finished a book and are working there, you know, working on more, uh, the thing that really helped me, um, I'm somebody who is always looking to see what everybody else is doing and wondering if I should be doing it too. Um, it was, <laughs> I'm very curious, you know, yeah. it's part of being a writer, yeah. but also I don't have a, I don't have a wide bandwidth, so I'm not able to do all the things that some other authors are able to do. So I started, um, picking a focus for the year, like obviously writing books was always going to be in there, but one year my focus was build my backlist. So I had, I, I focused entirely on just writing more books. That was probably the year that I put out six. <laughs> um, another year, I my focus was grow my newsletter list or grow my reader group. You know, it was, and with that one focus, I just try to learn as much as I can about that particular area and look for ways that I can improve in ways that are kind of natural and authentic to me and fit in my life and my time frame. So those those are I think my two bits of advice. <laughs> I think that's amazing advice because I've had so many people on here say, oh, you know, protect your time. But you're so right. You have to have those other people around you respect that at the same time, mm-hmm. and also yeah. just keeping that main focus in a world. If you're like, oh my god, there's this, there's that, there's this, there's that, you know what yeah. to come back to at the at the end of the day, which I absolutely love so much. So. Yeah, I think that's really, really great. And it's got to where you, got you to where you are today. I am so excited for this launch. I'm sure you are excited for this launch, but at the same time, I'm sure you've got a, a crazy couple of weeks coming up with it, maybe more. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, I I used to like launch a book and I would do some social media posts and some newsletters and that was it. And those those days are are not with me anymore. It's definitely launches are a much bigger deal and involve a whole lot more people now so it it is just really funny to uh see the difference just a few short years makes 
<laughs> sit back and enjoy it. I am so excited and I'm sure you're excited to see more um, annotations of this new book and, and everyone that gets yes. about it. So September 5th, everyone, but you can pre-order it everywhere now, hey? Yes. Yes. Awesome. All yeah. over the place. Everywhere. Get onto it, guys. You're going to want to. And if you have not read the first two books or any of Lucy's work, jump in. Jump in. And, and is it best to, um, I will put your details in the show notes. It's, you've got a website, which I'll put in. And then what's kind of like the best social media to, to add in there for you? Um, my author page on Facebook and awesome. my Instagram account. I, I also have a TikTok account, but I, I'm not very good at it. So I, I mainly go there to watch videos. Of dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I will put all that in the show notes so you can um, check out what Lucy is up to but thank you so much for joining us today Lucy thank you for all your wonderful advice and sharing your story with us absolutely my pleasure thanks for having me